Annual shopping events like Black Friday and Cyber Monday have become huge in Australia, even though they started as Thanksgiving-adjacent days in the US. Now, a lot of people here see them as a chance to snag a bargain before Christmas, and collectively, we're expected to spend over $6 billion on those days. But consumers aren't the only ones reaping the rewards, unfortunately. Fraudsters are cashing in during these big shopping sprees. Katrina Lowe is the Deputy Chair at the ACCC. Really great to have you on Life Matters. Welcome. Thanks, Hilary. Great to be here. When it comes to scams, what kind of change in the numbers do we see at this time of year? Is there a rise? Well, one of the reasons we're warning consumers to really be careful as they are engaging in Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales is we are seeing an increase uh, in reports coming to our scam watch service of fake online stores, particularly affecting fashion and footwear brands. Uh, so what we're seeing is that scammers are setting up quite sophisticated spoof sites that look like the real deal. In some cases, they're even paying for Google ads uh, to draw consumers to these sites. So we're asking people to just slow down Uh, as they're looking for that bargain and make sure that they do their research and check that they really are dealing with the official site. And that's tricky, isn't it? If you've just pulled up a search page full of uh, entries and you see the sponsored thing at the top and you have to remind yourself to check the veracity of that as well. Can you give us a sense, Katrina, of how much money Australians are losing to scammers generally? Absolutely. So we've had losses of $6.2 million uh, specifically relating to online shopping scams reported to Scamwatch and impersonation scams, of which this is one type, uh, are accounting for 70% of reports and losses reported are up to $92 million uh, this year. And of course, we know that a lot of people don't report uh, when they get caught because they feel embarrassed. So we suspect that the losses are much higher. It was fascinating. The ABC News site had an article recently talking about a very sophisticated kind of malware that mimics your online banking app page. And I could only pick four out of five of them. I was feeling pretty smug when I went in and pretty upset when I came out of that because they're so uh, accurate, aren't they? They look a lot like the real deal. That's exactly right. They are becoming more and more sophisticated and technology enables, you know, logos, ABNs, some really uh, key details from online traders to be harvested by the scammers and to be placed onto these fake sites. And as you say, they can be really very convincing. So there are some things that consumers can do to protect themselves. For example, if you've got a favourite few brands, do your research ahead of time and find out what their official address is. You can either navigate there directly or scroll a bit further down in the search results and make sure you've got an exact match with that address and the link that you're navigating to. Another thing that consumers can do is to check independent reviews of sites because what we're seeing is that consumers who have been caught are leaving reviews about these fake sites and that is obviously a tip that you are not dealing with the official site there. And finally, another thing consumers can do is in terms of paying for goods online, if they're using a PayPal 
or their debit or credit card to pay for those goods, then there are mechanisms whereby people can get their money back if the goods are not delivered, because that's what we're seeing happen. Either the goods never turn up or the goods that arrive are really cheap, shoddy knockoffs of what were high-end products okay, so- about to be. So credit card, debit card, PayPal are the safer methods. Does, does that mean people who pay by things like, say, money transfers or other digital currencies might be left cold? That's right, because there isn't a remedy in effect to, to chase and trace those funds. So we really urge people not to use digital currency or direct transfer. There are safer ways of transacting online. We're speaking with Katrina Lowe from the ACCC. She's the Deputy Chair, and this is a huge deal for just about anyone, which is just about all of us who does online shopping in the lead up to the holiday season. Text messages on 0418 526 576. Bill from Tatura in Victoria says, judging from the recent ABC article, it seems that once the scammers find the spell check feature, we won't have a chance. This is true. One of the, the issues was you could spot the fake from the the spelling errors. But Katrina, there's also things you can look for in the address bar, aren't there? I understand, you know, if the HTTPS is missing, that might be a red flag. That absolutely can be a flag. So look for the padlock. Uh, that can indicate that the, the site is more secure and check the address really carefully. What we're seeing is that there will be subtle differences uh, between the official address uh, and the scam address. So whilst they might be using the brand name, there will be subtle variants uh, in in the tags that follow to, to look out for. So it really is a case of consumers doing their research ahead of time. Of course, part of the point uh, of these big sale events is to get people sort of caught up in the moment, but we're really urging people to take a breath because whilst it's great to snag a bargain, it's really not great to get scammed. So we've talked a little bit about how to protect ourselves at the paying end, the shopping end. What about the delivery end of the transaction? Because you're seeing some scams there, aren't you? Well, certainly another very popular impersonation scam is uh, often the Australia Post or other delivery service scams whereby uh, consumers will receive a message uh, that purports to be from that delivery service, you know, saying that there's been a problem with their delivery or a delay and, and inviting consumers to click on a link. And of course, if you've got a parcel coming, that can be very, very tempting to do. So we urge consumers never to click on links uh, in text messages. There are initiatives coming that will hopefully make that safe in the future, but we're not there yet. So again, rather than clicking on the link in that text message, go and independently navigate to the delivery site or use their secure app uh, to check whether your parcel is where you expect it to be. It sounds like the amount that people are losing to parcel scams has just skyrocketed over the last year or so. Look, the number, the amount of money that people are losing to impersonation scams in general, and that's another example, uh, is really very high. And we saw dramatic increases during 2022 uh, in terms of the number of impersonation scams being reported. And we're seeing that increase again 
in 2023. And scammers are just unfortunately getting better at this. They're very opportunistic. They know how to tap in uh, to the latest event uh, or, or the latest thing that consumers are concerned about. They're very, very good at exploiting ordinary human behaviour. And so we do need uh, to learn tricks and tips to protect ourselves from these sophisticated actors. And one of the most insidious ones we've been hearing about, Katrina, is the scams in online communities. So social media accounts offering uh, things like resale of Taylor Swift tickets or services like car detailing, for example. And they're really exploiting that sense of community that people are feeling on social media. How can we protect ourselves from those? Look, again, it's, it's a question of doing research. We are, as you say, hearing reports similarly of some of these fake uh, branded sales as well as the investment scams that are using either well-known celebrities or communities, as you say, to encourage people to to navigate uh, via these links to fake sites and either to take people's money via a fake sale or to harvest details. Again, we're urging people to really urge uh, to, to do their research. Don't trust a site just because you've seen it advertised on, on social media. Again, what you want to do is look for those independent reviews. If there is a brand or a product that you're interested in, do your research. Don't click on that link. Don't just take that endorsement, but do your own independent research because one of the benefits of the community out there is very often there are reviews, not obviously on the site itself, but on independent review sites that will alert consumers to other people's experience. Another thing that people can do is to visit cyber.gov and that's got tips for how you can safely shop online. And there's the ACCC's own Scam Watch page too, which is a very useful source of information. So, Katrina, if someone has fallen victim to a scam, how often are they able to get their money back? It very much depends, Hilary, on the nature of the scam and 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 the speed with which it's been identified. So, for example, when purchasing online, if people are using PayPal or their credit or debit card, if the goods don't turn up, there are mechanisms whereby people's accounts can be recredited. That's not the case, though, if people are making direct bank transfers or if they're using digital currency. So it's another reason to really think about the payment method that you're using. If it's a different sort of scam, the best way or or the best hope uh, of getting money back is to get in contact with your financial institution as quickly as possible. So if something doesn't feel right, get on to your bank uh, and they may be able to stop the funds leaving your account or indeed uh, typically we see uh, scam funds will be transferred through a number of accounts uh, so they may be able to work with 
other banks to, to stop those funds moving. But speed is absolutely of the essence in that circumstance. Lots of texts saying no apps are secure, so doing banking on your phone is always dangerous, let alone shopping, and others hoping that this might bring back shops, local shops. Uh, lots of reasons to buy Australian manufacture in Australia, and this discussion is one of them, says Charles in Janjuk, just one of our examples via the text line. Katrina, the Consumer Action Law Centre just finally says Australia needs better laws to force the banks to repay money that's scammed in more uh, in more circumstances because that would then force the banks to strengthen their security systems. What are your thoughts on that? So via the National Anti-Scam Centre, we're working in partnership with a whole range of industries, so the financial institutions, telcos, digital platforms, and they all have a part to play in stopping scams getting to consumers in the first place. And look, whilst we very much uh, welcome the the great cooperation we're receiving through the National Anti-Scam Centre, we do see that there's a place for legislation and codes to to put in place uh, common obligations across industries. Because what we know is that whilst there's a lot of action happening, it's not necessarily consistent action. And scammers are really very good at finding where the weak links in the system are. And certainly once that framework's in place, we think if if members of an industry are not doing enough to meet those standards that are that are set out, uh, then there is there is a case uh, to compensate consumers. A lot of consumers will be very happy to hear that, Katrina. It's been great chatting with you today. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us on Life Matters. Pleasure, Hilary. Thanks for having me. Katrina Lowe is the ACCC's Deputy Chair. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.